G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. Over the last three podcasts, we have seen a scene of exultant joy from Leviticus chapter 9, verse 22 to 24. Then we saw together a scene of great judgment as Nadab and Abihu were consumed by God's fire in Leviticus chapter 10. And then in our last podcast, we looked at how and why God is love but he is also a God who must judge. And so to today's podcast, what does all this have to do with us today? Reading from Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 4. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless all those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he set out from Haran. Reading from Exodus chapter 19, verses 1 to 6. On the first day of the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on that very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they set out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai, and Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the descendants of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, You will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 to 15. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. So what's all this got to do with us today in the 21st century? Over and over again throughout the Old Testament, we see that the nation of Israel was to be a people of service, separated out for God, to be his light and representative to all other nations. 
under the terms of the covenant that God made with Israel through Moses, that was the core of God's agreement with them. As we heard read, it commenced with the stipulation, Now if you will obey me and keep my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples on earth, for all the earth belongs to me. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5 This covenant was with the nation of Israel, in order that those who believed God's earlier promise to Abraham, which we heard read from Genesis chapter 12, so that they could know how to live a life worthy of being God's people, to live a life relating socially to God and to other people. It was also to show how humanity could approach God on God's terms alone and not on their own conditions. God was and is a perfect and holy God. We saw that in his dealings with Nadab and Abihu. His people Israel were to be a holy and separated people of service and they were to reflect God's glory and greatness to all the other nations. This covenant with Moses was only ever to be in place until the Messiah would come and made the perfect sacrifice. All the Old Testament covenants point towards the time when the Saviour Messiah would come. God would come himself to save his people. The Mosaic Covenant was never meant as a means towards salvation. It was given that these people could realise the helplessness of their own efforts to save themselves and their need of God's help. One day there would be a new covenant between God and humanity, and this old covenant, the Mosaic Covenant, would be fulfilled. That Messiah is the God-man we know as Jesus Christ. So what is this new covenant? Four primary features of this new covenant are God will write his law on the hearts of people. God will be their God and they will be his people. God will come to live within people and they will be led by him. All sins will be forgiven and removed eternally. This new covenant was and is sealed only through the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the God-man, on the cross. Jesus' blood ensures the truth of this new covenant. His death pays the penalty for the sins of all people who choose to follow him by saying yes to God, I will have you as my God. This new covenant finalises what the covenant with Moses could only point towards. The follower of God, the child of God, engaged in a dynamic, intimate relationship of joy with a God who loves them. Because of this new covenant, we have no longer to follow the rules, laws and regulations within the book of Leviticus. Furthermore, no longer would human priests be needed in order to mediate between God and humans. Why? Because the human we know as Jesus Christ, 
who was the full visible manifestation of God, he would fulfill that role as mediator and all people would have access to God through him. Jesus is our high priest. Amazing stuff. You and I have instant access to Almighty God. We can approach God's throne of grace with confidence and assurance because of the work of our high priest, Jesus Christ, on the cross. God no longer dwells in a tent of meeting, the tabernacle or the temple made of stone. He now lives within each believer. Immediate access guaranteed. Amazing. Yet how often we don't avail ourselves of it. But it is more than that, because you and I, if we are Christians, are royal priests of this new covenant, because of this new covenant between God and humanity. That is what we are. We too are called into a joyful life of obedient service of and to God. We as Christians are called to live lives which are worthy of being called children of God. Now a further question. How do we serve? Well, for that, you'll have to come back tomorrow. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.